Yo, testing. Alright, y'all hear me? We hear you just fine. I am the Ripper. Hear that? Heard it? Yeah, heard it. Lately, it's been kind of popping on the game. Thousands back. Put the mutes. Why can't you just be a good boy and die? hear that good i did yeah all right it's cool let's get it started all right we're recording losing lives kick it off the way we normally do three lives down you got enough in there to finish me off one way to find out gross this is not good Alright guys, another episode of Losing Lives. We're getting into Silent Hill. Shh. Got with me Ryan. What's up? Patrick. Hello. The only two that have watched the movie so far. Oh, the other two didn't want to watch it. No, they didn't. <laughs> they don't know what they're fucking missing. Yeah. Scary bastards. Yeah. Um, so as we do, we hope we get into the game. So we talk about Silent Hill One, the game. Have any of y'all have any experience playing Silent Hill, the game? I played all of them. Okay. So Patrick, I've played them also. Okay. <clears throat> so why not? Now I haven't played Silent Hill One. I've only played two. It's the only one I've played. But I did look into like the storyline of one and comparing it to the movie. So why don't we get into like what's the story of the actual game before we get into the movie? So um, Patrick, why don't you start first? I played that game a really long time ago. But I know <laughs> I know you're a guy, and you're with your adopted daughter, and uh, you're driving, and you get in a wreck, and when you come to, she's gone. Mm-hmm. So you go to the town, Silent Hill. Um, you're walking, super foggy. Um, and then... Uh, Patrick, do you want me to take this one? I remember you going to like this little cafe thing, and all of a sudden this bat person flies in. Uh, you're kind of skipping some parts. Oh, there see, you go. You're skipping some parts. I'm, what a I'm old. I can't remember everything. Good. I mean, I can honestly say the movie and the video game kind of starts off the same with the actual same theme song. Because yeah. the guy who actually composed all the music in Silent Hill is the guy who composed Shh. all the movies in here. <laughs> really? What an yeah. asshole. <laughs> you know, I think I'll give it back to Patrick. <laughs> no, I was doing that every time you say Silent Hill. But go ahead, continue. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, I can get that. All right. You know, I can actually get behind that. <laughs> but it's kind of, I'm just going to bounce off what Patrick said. Yeah. It's. Pretty much starts with a uh, character named by Harry Mason, who's an author, who has his daughter, who just so happens to be going on vacation, until a shadowy figure walks in front of him. And it's an adopted daughter. It's his adopted daughter. And a shadowy figure walks in front of him, and he pretty much swerves off and wakes up in the town of Silent Hill. (laughs) I had to step back from the mic a little bit. Um... When he wakes up, he sees his, he sees what appears to be his daughter, and he chases her through 
a tunnel pretty much running through this town trying to find her. Sean. <laughs> but um but the further he goes into this town, the fur like it gets darker and darker until he's pretty much backed up and until he uh, runs through an alleyway where it's completely dark. Now in that alleyway, isn't there like in it's the all movie? Back to me now. The movie actually shows that iconic scene where you see the body on the fence. Right. And the and movie even, actually shows even the that camera too, right? angle that they take in the movie is the same camera angle they used in the game when you're running through the That's hall. Cool. Okay. And it and the more you go down the hall, the more twisted everything's getting until. There is no light, no nothing, where he actually has to use a lighter. And then all the way at the end of the alley, there is a body that's crucified, uh, mm-hmm. like a faceless body. And then when he turns around, it's like nothing but kids with knives in their hands that attack him. And that was kind of similar to the movie, too. Similar. I don't think they, they had the knives, but there was these little creature right. things that were like chasing the, her in the beginning. The only difference is... Where in the movie she was able, she had some uh, leeway where she could run away, and she goes into a cafe Whoa. and everything. Yeah, goes back. Where in the game, uh, you're pretty much stuck. And that's where you actually meet Sybil, S- right? Sybil Bennett. Sybil Bennett, who actually is a character in the movie, and is a character in the game. Yeah, but in the movie, she kind of plays more of a like she could have not been in this movie and. It, probably been okay it, it, it was just so weird because you actually get attacked by these kids and you die yeah you die and then if you let it sit for a little bit because i honestly at first i was pissed off like i have no weapons i don't know what to do why did i just die and then he wakes up in the cafe and she goes i found you mm. and i'm thinking he would have been stabbed to death yeah 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 well, I, I, I don't get it, but yeah, that's well, the, where... The movie kind of does a little bit of this mind-bender thing, too, where when it ends, it's like, were they dead the whole time? Were they not? And I think the game... There's different endings that the game has. There's um, The game has four endings plus a joke ending. Yeah, yeah, where aliens come in, I think, was it's, a joke You ending, have a right? bad ending, a bad plus, a good, and a and a good, good plus. plus. Good plus, I think, is Sybil lives. Good ending is Sybil dies, but you get some kind of... Um, no, well, no. None of, none of the good endings other than the good plus. Yeah. Um, the way the it Because there's so much you have to do to get that good plus ending. Yeah. And you can't skip a beat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's, it's pretty much bad plus is where you don't get any of the items found. Uh... Sybil, Sybil dies, and you have to fight Alyssa at the end to yeah. where it ends with once you beat the game, it's uh, Harry Mason wakes up in his Jeep with his dying breath and realizes it's been a dream, and then he slowly dies. Yeah, I think that's like the bad. You said that was a bad. Bad right? plus. Yeah, bad plus. Okay, okay. Bad is, better than bad. <laughs> bad is uh, you save Sybil, but you don't get any of the items. Mm. And it just, they, they both take the baby, and they kind of just run off. Uh, the good ending, you kill Sybil, you use all the items, and you have to fight the deity and not Alyssa herself. So let's let's get right there. Um, this movie has a different kind of plot, but this game seems to focus more on, from what the research I've read, um, Alyssa's the girl, right? Correct. And there's Alyssa, but his daughter's name is something different. Cheryl. Right? Cheryl, okay? But they're like two in the same. And Alyssa's mother 
sacrificed her to summon the god or the incubus, they, some kind of demon or something. They like that. Uh, they implanted the deity into her with a yes. assimilation. But there's something happened where the being or the god in the game, I they, guess, did not want to follow through exactly with the mother's plan, so they split the girl in it, two. It was, a, it was Alyssa that didn't want to follow yeah, through with the okay, plan. Yeah, so she she, she's got two. supernatural powers. They, they deemed her as a witch because she has supernatural powers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the plan was, uh, without telling Alyssa, well, Alyssa knew, kind of knew the plan. She kind of just went with it. They were going to uh, assimilate, artificially assimilate this deity into her, and she's mm-hmm. going to give birth to God. Mm-hmm. She's the mother of God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What they didn't tell her was they were going to sacrifice her and burn her, and that's what was going to make the deity come out. Well, since what they didn't realize was when they burned her body, mm-hmm. her vessel was pretty much immortal while she had the deity in it. Okay. So when they, when they were burning her, she was furious and angry, and she rejected the deity, mm-hmm. which it went away. But now she's burning to death. Yeah. So now she's going to die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so with that, she separated. Her. It, she, In that instance, her vessel separated into two, mm. which is Cheryl, which is her pure innocence, and the angry, vengeful Alyssa that her body and spirit is burnt to a crisp. Mm. Could you have remembered all that? Probably not. No, I don't think so. It was a long I, time ago. I yeah. played when it, first, when it yeah. first came out. I, got I, I pretty much got... All five endings with that. That's how much I played it. Yeah, so you big fan of Silent Hill. You, Huge fan. You enjoyed it too, though. I played them, yeah. They're good games. They're good games. I played the second one. I remember enjoying that one, but that's where I kind of the, the second one really overshadows all the other Now, I heard too that actually Metal Gear had a promo. I think it's some of the early when you bought Metal Gear, there was a promo with it that helped uh, to promote Silent Hill. There yeah. was like a little... Like poster or something that had images, still shots from Silent Hill, and it was like, oh hey, because it's from Konami as well, and they actually used Metal Gear Solid to help promote this game. I wouldn't so. be too surprised. Just like Capcom did with uh, Resident Evil, they had Dino Crisis. Yeah, Resident Evil that. Three. So they were pretty yeah. much if you played Dino, if you were playing Dino Crisis, they were promote Resident Evil Three because you got the demo. Yeah. And if you play Resident Evil 3, they were promoting Dino Crisis because you have a demo for that yeah. as well. So, um, jumping into this movie then, getting a little breakdown of the game. And the game story, even just looking through it, it's pretty convoluted. Because it, it does play with these ideas of gods and demons and being rebirthed. And then you're creating these separate dimensions when the siren blares. Yeah, I, I seriously think with this movie, they were trying to simplify what what the yeah. first game was doing. But, but I confused think- us and and. The, because yeah. I don't think they really want to use a child being artificially inseminated. But God. I think they used a child getting raped instead. They 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 mentioned it. I think it is because the the gist I got from this movie. We so knew now, what that stare was. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, switching gears to the movie, so okay. now we're going to try and talk specifically about the movie to not confuse any listeners. Um, the, the the game was about a god being born, blah, blah, blah. This movie seemed to be, though, that this girl was cast out as a witch or, or whatever by her peers and stuff like that. And this re- religious zealot, like this crazy religious lady, basically went like on a witch hunt for her. 
But she, because she was a bastard. She um, no one know she was carrying a bastard. I kind of got the vibe that she wanted her because she was impure because she got raped. Yeah. By that janitor or whoever it was. Because the moment he came, moment she came out of the bathroom, she looked at her and said, "You're impure." Yes. You need. And yes, why exactly. would that? They made fun of her before because she was a bastard. She was different. She yeah, didn't have a daddy. Yeah, that that too. And they they had no idea of her supernatural powers. Yeah, she didn't know for this that. one. Well, I guess kinda. because they kind of don't really show that, but then she does all that shit at the end of the movie. That's like, yeah. So, because honestly, I don't even know if she has supernatural powers. I think the demon presents herself to the girl, and she's like, "Yeah, I want your help." And that demonic being, which is that other little girl, that is what has the power. I don't think she does specifically. Yeah, because in this movie they make it to where Cheryl is good and pure. I think Cheryl and is this, the, this demon. the rape victim's daughter. Like, like that's that's who Cheryl is. Because I, I want to say they said she gave birth. So the burned victim, she like she got raped. The the, the church people were like. Fuck that noise. We're going to burn this bitch because she is defiled. She is impure. They, they they feel if they burn her, it will get rid of the apocalypse. Yes. It, they, it will cleanse them of all impurity. I don't, yeah, I, I guess it was something like that. I think that was the later because they're trapped in this world. They felt like they needed to, to find her and burn her. Uh, before that, though, I think they were just concerned about keeping everybody pure and when that happened to her, they felt it was her fault, I guess. They burn her, but my, my assumption is that she survived the burning in the hospital. And that's when the demonic being came and like, hey, I'm going to help you out. She had the baby. So that was a baby she gave birth to or what was inside her, the burned remains of her right as, as much as she was born she yes. was split into two yeah well no i don't think even she was split into two i think that was her actual baby because when she comes at the end of the movie she's an adult like she grew up like she doesn't look like a little girl in that bed at the end of the movie i think it's what she would have looked like if she would have grew maybe i think i think the idea though is that she stayed alive down there the whole time by this demonic being in this other world yeah, I just so, I just think I just think her vessel yeah. grew. Just just not her cuz the way I yeah, we that that's probably one thing we can actually say we have a problem with this movie is you looking at it like this. I'm looking at it like this. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at it as where cuz it says in a movie um Cheryl is my light half mm-hmm. and I'm the dark presence. It and, does say that. And that, and that's where the demon that little demon was trying to help um, Rose De Silva the entire time was to get revenge on what was done by them. Yeah. What do you think, Patrick, on the movie side of it? Just your take of this movie. Uh, I mean, I think you you both could be right, but it's, yeah, they did say it's like uh, she's the pure good and she's the the dark half. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> yeah, because. The girl was uh, yeah because what 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 the demon was saying was this whole time you're you're accusing me you're accusing of the girl of being impure and getting rid of the apocalypse there was no apocalypse okay. you want to get rid of the girl 
because she's a bastard child, and the only impurity here is all of you yeah. for burning well, the do, girl. Do we assume that when they went to burn her, the thing broke, it hit, it ignited the fire, that's when they all died anyway? That's I'm assuming all, so. When they all burned, I'm assuming, they yeah. were stuck in some kind of purgatory being tortured for it? I, I mean, I guess. I don't know if maybe the, the, the girl, like, I don't know, man, because... Because if she died then, she was already dead. She wasn't burned. But she didn't die then, though. I think the idea was that she was still in that hospital bed, burned, and like they people like her mom came to see her and stuff. Like I, I think she didn't die, but I don't know how this alternate world was made. I don't know if it's the afterlife. I don't know if it's just some magic world. Like they don't explain any of right. it. Right. It could. Right. It's 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 left up to people who've actually played the Silent Hill games to kind of make a judgment on it. And you, even that, yeah. it's just a judgment. Because, I mean, like, you see the husband come in, and she, like, feels him. And he feels her presence. And they can almost hear each other. But they can't see each other. They don't yeah. see what's going on. She can ring his phone. And then what's what another... <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then another weird part of it, too, is that whenever this goes... Then the world changes again, just like the game. To the hell world. So there's, like, a world into another world. And none of it is explained, right? Because that's that's the hell world that Alyssa creates for all of the for all of the guilty. Yeah, and anybody that usually can see the hell world says that there's something guilty about you. Yeah, and and what you see is every is is all your guilt. And another thing I had to interpret was when uh, Rose met Sybil and and she tried to drag her out of Silent Hill. Yeah. The road was gone. Yeah, and the game's like that too. God, yeah, my take on that was that's the town taking you. That's why Sean Bean and, well, Chris yeah. and the, yeah, uh, Detective, Gu- Detective Gucci was able to walk into the town. The town. Officer Thomas. Yeah. Thomas Detective Gucci. Gucci. Detective Gucci. <laughs> well, Officer Thomas Gucci. Okay, yeah. Oh, yeah, his last name was Gucci. Okay. Yeah. I, I forgot his first name. But the way I see it, when they walked into it, they walked into it just fine. Yeah. And when the road is gone, that's the town taking them. So yeah. So that's how when they when at the end she goes back, and they don't see each other. That's because the town has pretty much taken you. Um, you were I know in some Hill. differences here. So the the Leah, I think Galipsy. Um. In the game, Dahlia, she, Dahlia Gillespie. Dahlia, excuse me, Dahlia Gillespie. She's actually kind of the main villain in the game. She's the cult leader. She's well. There's not really a cult, I think, in, in, in the, the game. game. In the game, in, not... in, in the game, it's a cult. Oh, okay. So in the game it's a cult, and she runs an orphanage okay. of little kids. Okay. And that's pretty much that. That's how they get their teachings and brainwashing of this paradise uh, that they can go okay. to as long as they are pure. In the movie, she's just the mother of Alyssa. Correct. And she's actually fairly, I guess you could say, a good person who was actually tricked by the actual religious cult leader. I guess her name was Christabella? Her her sister. Yeah. So, okay, that was her sister? It was her sister. I didn't catch that. Okay, there there so. was a certain, certain point where she's, she's on the ground and she's just, and she antagonizes her. She's like, poor sister. Mm, okay. Yeah, I missed that. All right. But um, I, I'll say this about it. I felt like... When I rewatch this again, like I think on the first watching, I think it's a lot of good visuals and a lot of good visual effects. Well, I don't want to say visual effects. I want to say it's like some of the uh, 
the characters like the, uh, the 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 guy that was wrapped in the barbed wire in the bathroom and all that. Some of the more practical that look like actual. Like yeah. practical makeup and stuff like that on it. That was pretty like the good. prosthetics and yeah, all that stuff like stuff. that. That was good, but little, a lot of it was CGI and all that. And that in the beginning. Yeah, those all <laughs> look like like video game, like a good video game. But it, yeah, I kind of felt I, like watching this movie. I was watching a video game. Yeah, and the, the, was the, that. the music, the the tone, the creepiness of it. It's yeah. it's to me. I felt like this should have been a. Like this could have been a good reimagining of the first game. But there were some scenes in here that I really felt like I'm looking at green screen. Like, yeah, some part of it I felt like if this was animated, I think it would it would have flowed a lot better if it was like an animated movie as opposed to a live action movie where you're doing it completely behind green screen and some of the visual effects of that when the world would change from the one to the other. Uh, that was a little kind of poor. So, I would so, say when it was made, like in in two thousand six, that it actually looked pretty good. You it probably think, did. You know, when though. you're coming up to the you're today's right. standards, you're like, yeah. And like, I oh, probably think it's yeah. crap. Today it would have yeah. been like, oh, I'm watching a horror Roger Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Yeah, yeah. So maybe at the time in two thousand six, those were actually pretty good. Uh, so all right, I'll give it that. But I I see a lot of the beginning movie felt really clunky. Like it's, get, it started quick. Yeah, it started very quick. And a lot of things didn't really make sense. Like, I have this one um, here. Put both hands on the wheel. Nope, wrong one. Whoops. Ah, there you go. Honey, you're awake? Long drive. Can I ask you something, sweetie? Mm-hmm. Why'd you change your pictures? Uh, I didn't. Mommy. You can't remember. No. I don't like that, Mommy. Baby, you, you can't remember who doing this. Who did that? Hey, 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 baby, it's okay. Mommy, who did that? It's okay, honey. Mommy's here. Can you wait in the car for me? Now, that whole little scene, that was the altercation between the mother and daughter that drove the police officer to investigate write down her license plates and follow her to Silent Hill. And also then when the mother saw that the cop was following her, decided to go on a high-speed chase to Silent Hill. She booked it. Like, that right there did not make sense to me at all. Like, what is... Like, I get that you kind of get these idea like, oh, my daughter has been suffering with these night dreams i guess they've went through psychologists and stuff for help i'm assuming like the father seems kind of like i don't want you to do it he like cancels her credit cards and stuff which is also kind of weird you know and he's yeah, like because yeah, it doesn't really say or nothing really builds up to she's going to silent hill with her daughter it's yeah it's one scene then the next scene is we're going to silent hill and apparently she's read all these oh it's a haunted place or whatever which i mean she she googled yeah <laughs> and so did he they both used google and uh they and then the actual was google like you see google right there <laughs> but uh my question is you you didn't really get you didn't really get the, the whole scene when uh, she was talking with her daughter and, and the drawings and everything. Like, it wasn't that hostile of a scene where I feel like a police officer. Like, and that's why I cut the audio to play it. Like, 
it doesn't sound like that hostile of a scene where I feel like a cop would like write your license plate down, follow you out of the gas station, and like what what the hell's going on? The, the point was to get her from point A to point B. Yeah, not only that, the, yeah, exactly. It felt forced, and that's what I meant by like the whole beginning part of this was real like clunky. The driving forces of these things, like. They just felt like we just need to put some shit in here. We need we just need to get these characters to this point because this is where the yeah, main story's going. People who play the Silent Hill game will get it. They'll yeah. get it. Because for yeah. me, the way I saw it was since the fact that the closer she's getting the Silent Hill, the the more the that that kind of dynamic force is kind of like she's getting powerful. See, in the game, the, the cop was already stuck in there. Right. In this movie, like they could have did that. She could have met the cop in the movie. In Silent Hill, been like, oh shit, um, not I'm not, not necessarily. Well, yes, because there's a scene right here uh, where well, after Officer Bennett was like about to die, uh, we get this like kind of a description of like, oh, here's this character. Look, she's actually a good person. Before you do that, Chris, I want to tell you about Officer Bennett. A few years back, some wacko he abducted a kid. Threw him down a mine vent up there in Silent Hill. Sybil Bennett, she found that boy. She spent three days holding on to him, keeping him alive until they were rescued. We know what we're doing. I need to do everything I can. Actually, she's not assigned to Silent Hill. She's assigned to a town right next to it called Brahms. Yeah, but in the movie, they give you a situation where she had to go to Silent Hill to save somebody. Right. She could have been stuck there the whole time. And then when she came in, you could have had her without all this kind of clunky foreplay in the beginning. You still could have had the main character drive to Silent Hill and try to avert hitting a little girl and get in a wreck. This whole beginning scene and like thing, it just felt kind of weird. It, it was a, just another element they took from the game. Because yeah. in, the, in the beginning scene, when Harry Mason's driving in his Jeep, before they hit Silent Hill, Sybil Bennett is pretty much behind him. She comes up behind him, and it looks like she's following him, yeah. and then she just passes him. Yeah. She passes him, and then as he passes by, her yeah. her motorcycle is tilted to the side yeah. of the road. Yeah. And then and then after that, that's when he sees uh, the little girl's spirit, yeah. and then that's when he, he swerves off. Now, the, uh, the main points in the movie, like the horror points and seeing some of the horror characters that I could tell too. Like, oh, that's from the game. Like the nurses. Yeah. Her trying to creep between the nurses. Uh, Pyramid Head. That That's... I could honestly say if I had any problems with this movie, um, it was just a lot of Silent Hill elements which just shoehorned into this movie. Yeah, kind of. But I mean, it was... There, there was no reason for the presence of Pyramid Head. No, not not with the kind of background we got, but I mean, was there really a reason for all that in the game? Did they yes. lay that stuff out? Yes. Who was Pyramid Head in the game? Um, Pyramid Head in the game was actually James Sunderland, the okay. the main protagonist of the game. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, because uh, I don't know if you remember playing the game. Um, uh, not the first one. I only played the second one. Well, I'm talking about the second one. Oh, okay. This well, is yeah. the second okay, game. Okay, okay, okay. Pyramid Head came from the second game, and since the second game blew up so quickly... With the release oh, of PS2. Oh, so Pyramid Head wasn't in the first game at all? Not at all. I thought he was. No, he okay. wasn't. All right. Not at all. The only thing you can possibly say is maybe there was a painting. Mm. Maybe 
if I can remember correctly, or maybe it was just a second game, but I do remember a painting where you do see Pyramid Head, but there's no Pyramid Head in the game. He doesn't pop up to the second one. Mm-hmm. Now, with James Sutherland, like I said, with the town of Silent Hill, anything that manifests in front of you is some kind of hidden guilt you have. Oh, okay. Everything, like with Harry Mason, when he saw all the kids, it was something he was afraid of was having children. That's why he adopted. Maybe mm-hmm. he couldn't have kids. Mm-hmm. Maybe so. But in the game of the second one, I know I'm jumping around. No, that's cool. But with the second one, with Pyramid Head, he pops up from time to time to antagonize you, but doesn't kill you. Mm-hmm. And you, you're pretty much left to just run from him. And at the end, you realize he is a guilt manifestation of you. Because mm. it turns out the whole plot was Harry, that, uh, I'm sorry, not Harry. James Sutherland gets a letter from his wife Yeah. to come to Silent Hill. His wife's been dead for three years. Mm. Why is he getting a letter? Yeah, so yeah, when yeah. he goes into Silent Hill to look for his wife, more and more he starts to remember things that he blocked out. When he gets to the end, it realizes that he killed his wife mm. in Silent Hill. He oh, took her okay. to a hotel, and she was she was dying of some illness, and she was bedridden. He couldn't stand to see her suffer anymore, so he pretty much drowned her in a tub and killed her. Oh, okay, okay. And Pyramid Head is just a reassurance that... Didn't they have that thing where Pyramid Head like he was banging one of the nurses or something like that in the thing? Like, it was some weird way he was, like, beating him or something like that? Yeah, because that was uh, James Sutherland's... um, That was, like, his uh, repression of, like, sexual tension of what's going through his mind because his wife is not capable of satisfying his needs. Mm. So this is all in his head of... Whatever Pyramid Head is doing, it's coming from his his mind. So looping it around to the first to, to the movie, Pyramid Head was just something thrown in there. That's some something thrown in, in something thrown in there because he's the, the face things. of. After the second game, he's been the face of Silent Hill. That's how everybody knows. You see Pyramid Head, you think Silent Hill. Hmm. He was he was also shoot him into another game. Oh, yeah. Which was Silent Hill, the arcade game, released okay. only in Japan. Oh, yeah. He was in the game, but it's like, what does he have to do with the story? Nothing. Yeah, so like the nurses and stuff, that made sense. And even the little squiggly monsters could have been the kids in the school. So that would make sense. Yeah, because a lot. Pyramid Head, he didn't really represent anything from the school, the hospital, Correct. or anything in the movie. So I kind of get your gripe with that. And and that, but that scene where he rips the skin off. Oh, it was awesome! Was it, like it was great, crazy. He was, just, he was just a big badass character. And and, yeah, the, and another thing, a lot of the enemies, like a lot of the uh, monsters in this game, I mean, I'm sorry, the movie, yeah, were from the first and second games. Yeah, they didn't have the little flying harpy things like they are in the first game they didn't have the inside out dogs they didn't have the flying skinless Mm. uh flying birds they had a lot of silent hill 2 enemies Mm. in this movie Mm. the nurses the way they were all contorted and everything yeah that's from the second game but it made sense to be in this movie with it it being it it kind of did yeah. yeah okay because in the in the first game the only enemies that are in the hospital are like doctors and nurses that have an eyeball sticking out of their back and they all have knives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why? Don't really know. <laughs> yeah. But that that was the enemies for that one. But I'm guessing the enemies in part two are a lot better and a lot creepier, so let's just shoehorn that in. Yeah, yeah, why not? Um, 
Any scenes in particular that you like that stuck out to you for this movie? Uh, where he rips the skin off was particularly awesome. Uh, when he comes <laughs> up in the bed in the end and puts the barbed wire through people and starts ripping them in half. Oh, that that, that right crazy. there reminded me of a particular Silent Hill game. Oh, yeah. Of when you get to the end and all you... And it was actually... I thought it was really cool for me because all she did was turn around and the music sprang up. Like the, yeah, this... Yeah, uh, yeah. This... The organ started playing, yeah. and this thing, this like, to me, it looked like this is about time for a boss fight. Yeah, for the, like the, <laughs> for the final battle. Oh yeah, because it it just popped up. Because oh, it, if you play all the other, nobody Silent was movies, fighting that boss though. Oh yeah, everybody was just dying. Right, everybody was dying. But uh, the boss kind of really looked like the final boss off of Silent Hill Two, where Mary's in the bed with the mm. with the barbed wire. And I tell you what was so great about that scene is it captured what um, the Kingsman movie did. If you remember in the Kingsman movie, there's that scene where he's in the racist church. And there's just these like racist, you know, asshole, like crazy religious people who like, and the main guy in the Kingsman movie's in there and he beats the shit out of everybody in that room. Because and it's, it's because his mind has been flipped by some kind of thing that happens in the movie, like a plot point thing, and he beats the shit out of it. And it's such an awesome scene on two reasons. One, you, he's like it's some badass action scenery here, like things that he's doing. And two, people fucking deserve it. You feel that way <laughs> in some level. So when you see these religious elders and you know that they burned at the stake like a girl who's like a rape victim from the janitor at this fucking school it's like yeah rip her in half that's awesome yeah let's cut her like this like the barbed wire they did like such like an evil dead thing with the barbed wire going up the girl and like you just see blood dripping down i was like god damn and then it just splits her literally in half and it's fuck yeah it it, it, uh it simulated a uh forced entry yep yeah, just, that's, that's I would say forced. so. Yeah, that's definitely forced entry. No, nobody wanted that. Um, but yeah, I, I think this this whole movie, like scene by scene, it felt like playing a Silent Hill game. Yeah, uh, find, finding all these clues, going from place to place. A lot of religious quotes, trying to like gather, because you know, like the, everything they said was for a reason. Like and um, like uh. Like mother's God in the child's eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they kept saying that over and over again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, the it, cop it, made a point. Right. Sybil Bennett, she made a point of making that comment when talking about her. Uh, she's a good mom and mother's God in the child's eyes. Yeah, they did say that, but they definitely focused on the different on a different thing. Where it was more like this kind of deal with the devil that uh, Alyssa made, uh, basically, I guess, on her dying bed, like on her deathbed, because she was burned, you know, to death. And she wanted her revenge, so she's like, yeah, you can jump on in. And, like, so that demonic girl took part of that, gave piece of herself out. and Be- was, Because they, they wanted, to, now, would they you wanted think, to sacrifice her. Would you think it's the, the demonic girl that's causing the town to go into that hellish world? Is that her? Hell, yeah. Okay. It's her. So it's her. So she does that when the alarm sounds and everything, and you get that. Yeah, correct. Okay, all right. I mean, with the alarm sounds, it's really in the game. Uh, it's her, but in the movie, it's the church doing the doing the siren sounds. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But it's the girl that that's causing this world, like just pretty much saying that uh, this world's not like that. 
be because of the impurity of me. It's because of you. Mm-hmm. So do you think everybody's dead then? In this place, everybody's dead? I'd say so. Like, even, like, the main characters, and all, they're actually died. Because the guy in the wreck, she slammed her head into that to the wheel, and she wakes up and leaves. Now, when her husband comes, they find her vehicle, and there's no body there. So, is it possible she's still alive in some way? Or yeah, it, sure dead? that or, um, if, if you read Google, it says a foggy dimension. Like like she's she's in this in this dimension. We don't have an answer. Like just foggy dimension. It's, it it's, looks it's, weird. <laughs> They're in this place. Yeah. Blow the smoke machine. You're inside hell. Yeah. <laughs> that was fun in the beginning when the girl she tackles the girl. The girl just randomly yells, "Silent Hill." Yeah. Silent Hill. <laughs> she said, said it again. <laughs> she said the title of the movie. Yeah. No, I think one of the best scenes. And I've got it. Let me see if I got it pulled up. One one of the best scenes to me was um, it's right here. Was this scene where they they were in the um, oops. So you recently watched the Italian Job? Uh yeah, I did actually. A little bit. Like I mean, I watched it before, but you know, let's watch it again. Let me see if I can get this playing. Is this scene right here? Where like it's it's at the very end, where she she walks in right before she's about to burn. So she's actually possessed by Alyssa right now. And now we're watching this off screen. And you might be able to hear some of the audio in the mics, but I don't have it hooked up. The right I, I didn't say I didn't see more possessed. I just saw it. she's just carrying. But her. what's funny to me in this scene? Is how she walks through this group and she gets punched twice in the face. Right here. Boom. Boom. Gets smacked and then she just pushes him to the side and keeps walking through the mob. Talking shit. And then... See, see right here, she's saying they burn in the fire... There you go. She get punched again. <laughs> she got like UFC hit. Yeah, like they just punched the shit out of her. But like she gets up and just kind of like you know pushes him. It just keeps on like talking shit, and it's like okay. <laughs> but I just thought that was like the funniest scene that they did in there because it's really like a what the fuck moment. Like it's, it, 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 it seemed just, like something out of airplane. Yeah, it's just like, so like weird. a slapstick moment. <laughs> right. or it was, something. it was like that. Yeah, it does like the airplane and, where everybody comes and gets and, their turn to hit her. Right, and, and, and she talks like she was born a hundred years earlier. All of a sudden, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I mean, she's possessed by that thing. So you know, whatever. The uh, but, the dark side. Yeah. Let me see if this thing will. Okay, it behaves. Good job. Good job. So now, I'm gonna go ahead and see where the. Um, the IMDB is, and we're gonna pull up some, see what kind of trivia facts they got in here. All right, and see if there's anything interesting. I haven't seen any of the uh, trivia. I just think it was really cool. They, they, a lot of the um, music in this movie was taken straight from the games. Yeah, and placed well, really yeah. well in this movie. Nice. I know the director like pursued making this movie. Oh yeah. Yeah, like he really, really wanted to make it. He did pretty good. 
Around 100 different copies of Rose's outfit were made. They started with the soft summery colors, and as the movie progressed, they became grayer and eventually blood red. And the change in outfits were so subtle that it barely noticed. I didn't notice that either. Oh, the strange stumbling movements of the dark nurses when they first come alive was created by filming them walking backwards and then running the film in reverse. That's, that's actually pretty cool. Like I like little stuff like that. Like when you're doing interesting ideas to try and make the movements. And, you know, just trying some shit, you know. You got a weird look on your face. Are you reading something else that's bothering you? No, I was just looking at it. I was reading. Yeah. It took the director Chris... Christoph Gaines, five years to obtain the rights to make the film, like you were saying. He was trying for it. Yeah, he pursued it. He was given the rights after he sent Konami a video of an interview describing how much Silent Hill meant to him. Along with the interview, he sent scenes that he filmed on his own dollar, cut up, and overlaid with music from the games. Damn. Like so, he, so he was a fan. Yeah, mm-hmm. most definitely. They said, Roberto... Campanella, one playing Pyramid Head, wore 15-inch heels to make him close to 7 feet tall. <laughs> I would only needed 6-inch heels. There you go. They should have got you for the role, man. Bastards. I wasn't in that yeah. good of shape, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got to do that Look, without your shirt head. on. <laughs> it's Fathead. <laughs> promoting Pyramid Head pizza. <laughs> Centerella, Pennsylvania was the inspiration for the movie adaption of the game Silent Hill. It was actually uh, also the inspiration for the game. Oh, it's disconnecting. Sorry, guys. In researching the different elements of Silent Hill, screenwriter Roger Avery came across the town of Centrella, Pennsylvania, an almost abandoned town with a 40-year-old coal fire burning underneath it. Cinderella planted the seed for what developed into the cinematic version of the town of Silent Hill. Centrella. Centrella, whatever. Yeah, uh, the, uh, the guy who created the Silent Hill series for Konami, uh, his inspiration was from Centrella. Oh, yeah? That's, that's what the idea he got. He got to make the game Silent Hill. Hmm. Uh, apart from Ring of Fire by Johnny Cash, every piece of music is directly from the game series. That's pretty cool. And that's what you were saying, too, that a lot of the music was straight from All the game. All of it, because the same composer. Now, was it from the first or for the first and the second? Um, first, second, and third. First, second, and third. All right. Let me see. Because it's the same guy who composed all three games composed this movie. Oh, okay. God damn it. Freaking Google piece of shit. Motherfucker. All right. Um, we love you, Google. Yeah. In the beginning of the film, when Rose is running frantically trying to find Sharon, she runs through a tunnel. On the tunnel, walls and graffiti spell out the name Cheryl. Oh, okay. Cheryl's the original name of Sharon's character from the video game. Uh, the act... <laughs> uh, Radha Michelle... How do you say her name? Rose, the main character got punched in the face by one of the dark nurses during filming the scene in the basement of the hospital. She got punched in the face a bunch of times in this movie. To add to the accumulated filth caused by her character's journey through Silent Hill, uh, Mitchell did not wash her hair through the entire filming. Good job. How disgusting. In the witch-burning picture in the church, crew members for the movie were painted as spectators watching the burning. Due to the nature of the Silent Hill film and the fact that Jodie Ferlin was only 10 years old at the time of filming, writer Roger Avery apologized to her parents should she have any signs of mental trauma. 
Hey, if your daughter screwed up, my bad. Yeah, but I mean, like, sorry, all that shit's like CGI. So, like, she really didn't witness probably anything too crazy. Little bitch got a job. Yep, there you go. She said she wanted to be an actress. There you go. There you go. Dancer, choreographer, Roberto Campanella not only played as Creature's Pyramid Head, the tortured janitor, and Colin, the janitor from 30 years ago, he was also a movement coordinator for all of the creatures and oversaw how they performed the movements for their retrospective characters. Uh, Grey Child, Dark Nurse, and Armless Man, those characters. So not only can he uh, rape little girls, he can win Dancing with the Stars. There you go. Next, I've, I've seen his... I've seen his pick on Google a lot for a lot of movies. Oh yeah, I can't picture anything else he's really been in. As far as like like uh, wearing prosthetics or being like a different like movie monster or something, but I know he's mm. been tons of other things. They say that uh, Alyssa's mom. What how do you say her name again? Uh, Dahlia. Dahlia. Excuse me. They say they're just making a comment that it's immune. She's immune to the dangers of the fog world and the other world. And it's because, uh, you know, the whole line, mother is God in the eyes of a child. Because she loved her mom. No, good for her. One of the stores visible in the movie version of Silent Hill is called MT Rooms. It's an inside joke referring to the fact that in both the film and the games, most of the structures are mere facades with nothing behind them. They're empty rooms. Silent Hill's Kyle... college visited by Rose is called Midwich. Midwich is a fictional town... A Village of the Damned, nineteen sixty. John Carpenter's nineteen ninety five remake, both based on the original movie, The Midwich Cuckoos, written by John Widham and published in fifty seven. Um, I, I I know you're reading through the trivia's, but I was wondering, is one of them going to mention that um, a lot of the street names that was in the movie, just like the game, are taken from like famous like horror authors, uh, and there was a lot of Easter eggs in the game. Oh yeah. And there was like a lot of Stephen King because mm. um, one of the roads is Bachman Road from Richard Bachman, Carol. Um, there's a couple others I can't really think of, but a lot of them are from like horror authors and probably might not be in there, but there's actually an Easter egg in, in, uh, in the game, in the school. There's pictures from Kindergarten Cop. Oh, nice. <laughs> I swear to God. I swear to God. There's pictures from Ken the Garden Cop in the school That's that they amazing. put in the game. It's not a tumor. <laughs> <laughs> now, so they said in the original script, there were only female characters. Which, I mean, like in this movie, is basically just all females. They replaced the male with a female because the game, it was a guy. I think in all the games, there's always been men that you play as. No. Uh, the third one was a girl, right? The, the third one and Silent Hill two for the Xbox version. Uh, you get it's two characters you can play as. Oh, okay. James and uh, Maria, his wife's lookalike. Mm. So in the original script, there were only female characters. After submitting this, the script was returned to Christopher Gaines with a memo saying there are no men. Sean Bean's character, who was only supposed to appear at the beginning and the ending of the film. Had his role expanded along with the character Thomas Gucci, added, and the script was approved. It, their their roles do seem shoehorned in. I I can see how that was. Like they just kind of cut over to them running around doing shit, and I think they did allow them a little time to like, all right, we can um, 
expand a little bit on the mythology. Like they go to the orphanage where they got the daughter and then the cop was there who like, yeah, I, I kind of, I kind of felt like, well, this movie's going on. just like, I don't get this. Then it will cut away to Chris and officer Gucci explaining this like, Oh, okay. So mm-hmm. that answered my questions. They'll yeah. go back to the movie and like, I don't get this. And it'll cut back to them. You're like, Oh, I get this now. Well, thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. One of one of only a handful of movies where Sean Bean doesn't die. They said um, not once did he mention winner. Jadella Ferlan, the girl who played Alyssa, she appeared as little Carrie White in the Carrie movie in two thousand two. I guess the remake. Character Alyssa from the video game plays pays homage to and is likely inspired by Stephen King's novel Carrie. The uh, the two thousand two one is yeah. like a TV movie. Yeah. Uh, is filming in Brantford, Ontario, Canada last four days. The decaying town, the decaying downtown strip that was used for most of the film is a section of Columborne Street. This was picked as such because not many modifications were needed as that area of the downtown was already in a state of decay. <laughs> they said they, but it, it's been cleaned up consider, considerably since. So they actually just found a piece of shit town in Canada and made that movie. <laughs> four shots, four days right here. We're gonna this film in this perfect. piece of shit town in <laughs> they, Canada. They, they, they picked the eight bit section yeah. of Canada. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're dire snakes. They're kind of like snakes, but dire. Wait, you mean to tell me at the top of that church they have the gates to hell? Oh, we're filming here. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, friend, you're coming to film here. Um. The version in theaters was the one the director wanted us to see. He said in an interview that the studio execs loved his version and he was never asked to cut down his film length. Although initial script of the film was expected to be three and a half hours, damn, the film was never shot with that length in mind. Because uh, um, yeah, this was a two hour and 12 minute movie. Yeah. All right, and behind the scenes for the 2006 film, the actress explained that the pyramid head outfit had no covering on the back and that the actor's buttocks was exposed. <laughs> this was done intentionally, although the reason why has never been explained. They just wanted to see them buns. That's why. <laughs> Get that pyramid head on. Let me see them ass cheeks. They want to make them less scary to a 10-year-old girl. <laughs> but look, you can that see his ass. Look at his butt. Look at his butt. See? <laughs> it's human. Sort of. In the original script of the film, Rose was supposed to take Sharon to a faith healer since Sharon was terminally ill and beyond medical help. This would just end up in Silent Hill by chance. No, they would just end up, they would just end up, excuse me, they would just end up in Silent Hill by chance. So you want to get that awkward Silent Hill? Yeah, I guess not. The prayers were, but I mean, like, they still kind of ended up there like some weird, well, at least the cop did, but, you know. The prayers recited by Christabella and the citizens of Silent Hill with the church and their effort to keep the dark side of Alyssa at bay are actually lines from Revelation. Yeah. I guess that's kind of weird. It's like that whole... I think in the game they play with those symbolisms much more. It's like Solomon's um, something. Something with the symbols in the game. They're part of the whole... The cult. Samael. Samael, okay. 
And uh, the movie just kind of like, oh, there's these symbols. That's weird. Yeah, because they uh, just kind of run by it. <laughs> because in the game, Dahlia tells Harry that she has the mark of Samael. So they give him the pyramid of uh, Flaros. Mm. <clears throat> and it's kind of it's to try to help break her, her, uh, her strength or her force field so they could take her back to the cult and try and sacrifice her. And so she can give birth to uh, their god. Yeah. That's why they kept saying throughout the game, she will be the mother of God. <laughs> they said uh, the director was kind of irritated with the main actress, Radha Mitchell. Uh, apparently her approach to acting was like she needed to do the scene several times. So whatever shot it was, she had to do it a few times before she can get into character. So they had to reshoot scenes over and over again until she was like, okay, I feel my character now. And then she could do it. What a diva. (laughs) Yeah, and he said that he had an issue because her and Laurie Holden, who was the cop, Sybil Bennett, they had different, because they had different acting techniques and he had to kind of work with both of them in their ways to get the shots. But he was dedicated to the thing, man. He was like, all right, I'm going to do it with you stupid people. (laughs) We're going to make this movie. Oh, wow. The pyramid head helmet that he wore was 12 pounds on its own. It wore it on his damn head. He said he couldn't see in front of him or the side due to the triangular grates that, yeah, I can imagine. They didn't have that many scenes with him, though. It was like one scene with the sword, and he stabbed it through the door, and he was like, the, the girls were like backed against the wall. And then the other scene where he picked that girl up and ripped her clothes off and then ripped her skin off. And I think that was it. I don't think you see Pyramid Head after that. He, he pops up in the second movie. Oh, he does. He, he Is had, it the he, same director in the second movie? Um, no, I actually looked it up. The director was filming something else. The guy who wrote the first movie was convicted of manslaughter. Vehicular oh, manslaughter. Shit. So they had to get a different writer and director for the second one. Mm. And apparently it's like a seven on Rotten Tomatoes. Really? Yes. Yeah, it was a... Um, it was pretty much a commercial failure. Mm. Um, it, no, it was a critical failure, but a, like a commercial success. But they did shoehorn uh, Pyramid Head a lot in that movie where he actually had somewhat of a purpose and not just, oh, here he is again. Oh, look there's at, a big look badass at. dude with a sword that's bigger than than a person. Yeah. Um, I don't think there's much anything else to interesting. And I know in the second game, he also carries uh, a spear too. Not just a sword. Uh, you can use Pyramid Head on Bomberman for this. And, and, it, and it's cool because there's actually a part in the game. If you go through the maze in the second game, you can find his sword. And you can use it. The only problem is um, since James is so weak, uh, you have to drag it on the ground. You can't run with it. But if you're able to manage to use the uh, attack button and time it right. You can kill just about any enemy in that game with one hit. Nice. The only problem is it takes him forever just to just to pick up the damn thing. And when he finally when he finally comes down with it, dead. Silent Hill 2 is where I learned to keep multiple save files on games. Because I went into I think I was in the hospital and went into like a boss fight room. And somehow or another got the bright idea to save in the middle of the boss fight. And then that was it. Like, I had low health, nothing to, to heal myself. So then I never went through and finished it. All right. 
So now, then I learned, okay, I'm going to make two saves. Let me make two saves for everything. I uh, always got to learn that lesson. The last is, uh, let's see, Christopher Gaines wanted the film's music to come from the games, which were composed by Akira Yamoko. Yamaeko? Ugh. Sorry, I messed your name up. It's like y- Yakamoto. No, it's Yamaoko. Because it's Yama. Y-A-M-A-O-K-A. The K's at y- the Yoko end. Yoko Amato? Sure. However, the film's production contract required that a Canadian composer be involved. To remedy this, Dana was hired to remix Yomoko's, Yomako's, however you say it, tracks. We'll just we'll go with Akira. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Akira's tracks. Yeah. Uh, they said the film has drawn many comparisons to The Dark, 2005, another horror film starring Sean Bean in the role of father stricken with supernatural phenomena involving his daughter. Um, there's a lot of different ones here to go through. So um, let me see what the... I want to see what the budget is. Typically, they're not it's, uh, that 50 million. Trivias. So the budget was $50 million? They're, uh, they're six... They uh they came out with ninety. I mean, ninety like ninety seven total. It, it's like yeah, it was like ninety or ninety point one million. Let me see. So they did pretty well. Yeah, that, it, I mean it, it yeah. spawned a sequel. Yeah, box office was ninety seven million in the US and it would cost fifty million to do. So it definitely made a profit. I don't know what it made uh worldwide. Um I don't know if that's the world numbers or just U.S. numbers. Let's see. Oh no, that's all everything domestic and international. It pulled in ninety-four mil. It cost fifty mil. So, um, yeah, I guess I would say, depending on how much the marketing budget was, they might have made a couple, maybe a few mil off of it. Which I mean, hey, you know, and they're probably still making money from you know rentals, DVDs, or whatever. And Netflix just paid to have it on their stream, so you know. And and by all means, this is not a bad video game movie. No, it's one of the ones that I'd have to say. Like honestly, I feel like I was gonna give it uh get it into rating the movie. I was gonna give it one life down, but after reading more about how the director was very passionate about this project and everything, man, I'd give it an extra life. Like, I'll say it gave me an extra life. Because honestly, I, I enjoyed the movie. I didn't think it was that bad. There are some clunky parts in it and some of the stuff that, like, I wonder in this three-hour cut that he had, there were some things that explained stuff a little better. Um, I think it would have been better if we would have just started in Silent Hill and she would have met the cop and through them going through stuff, they could have like been talking and gave us the backstory we needed to understand everything that's going on. And that might have been a better way because it right. starts off kind of a little slowish in the beginning. And I think if we would have jumped like with her waking up in Silent Hill maybe and then we start kind of getting flashbacks and stuff, maybe it could have yeah, been a I, better way. I think it could have been better if, like you say, get rid of the first part to where... It just so happens it's a you know it's a it's a coincidence we're in the Silent Hill, but it turns out it's not a coincidence. Yeah. If if they just like the video game, which I guess they didn't want to really take that much of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Get rid of the whole she's screaming Silent Hill. Get get rid of that shoehorning that in. Yeah. If if they I guess if they would have went with the original idea of her going to the healer and it just so happens she's in Silent Hill. Yeah. By mistake, actually no. 
Yeah. She there's a purpose why she had to be there. Yeah. It so, would have been better. And you know, Sean Bean didn't die. Were, didn't die. Didn't die. Put England James. But <laughs> he didn't even die in that scene. <laughs> he was there, and that's all I can really say. Like he he showed up. They shoehorned his scenes in, whatever. But you know. Anyways, I'll say an extra life. Well, what are you? Um, like I enjoyed the hell out of this movie. Um, it did a good good fan service for the game. Uh, you know, I I went in with an open mind, just thinking, not even really thinking about the game. I didn't even want to think about it. I just want to go and see what it is as a movie. But of course, I get all giggly and geeky with all the the little their format and the music and all the little things that were in it. Despite the shoot-horned pyramid head in it from the second game, I was just glad to see him. Yeah. So I actually gained two lives. What about you? I, I didn't know you can gain more than one. Uh, you're not supposed to, but he always just breaks the rules. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I gained a life, and it was... What are you going <laughs> When I originally seen it, it was, it was more of a... I think I had some friends who seen it and they were like, you know, it was okay. And it's like, but it's like you had to play the game. You had to, you know, this. They actually took a lot from the game, and it was, it was good to see that on film. Well, I'll tell you, I actually watched this movie for the first time. Never saw the game. Like I never played the game. I can lend I, it to you. I, <laughs> I watched the well, when I uh, first watched the movie. I watched it in theaters. Never played the game. I just you, you still it. have your PlayStation. Yeah. I still have my game. Yeah, no, I played two. I never played one, though. I have one. I'm not sure on the PlayStation 4, but I know on the PlayStation 2 and 3, yeah. they natively read PS1 disc. I'm definitely going to have to try and play one. Uh, but, like, I just never played those games. But not even two. Like, I never played any Silent Hill games when I went to go watch the movie. So, I walked away from the movie. Like, I, I liked it. I actually enjoyed the movie coming from an aspect. I remember back then, like, coming from it where I didn't have anything to do with the game. I liked it. So yeah, I, I I felt for me that game gave me more than a challenge than Resident Evil did. Yeah. And another cool element they put in the game that you can't find in a lot of other games is that um, when you run for so long, he will stop and start huffing and puffing. Mm. So you got tired. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He'll breathe really heavy. The, the longer you run, the heavier he'll breathe. Mm. I and, remember that in the second game. And because there, there, there were times where it's like I'm running for a little bit and I'll stop and look at the instruction manual and I hear him going. <sighs> I'm sitting there going, is my character breathing? <laughs> what is this? Yes, it's indeed. so real. And just like in the movie, yeah. when you came across enemies in the game, I ran. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, shit. Right. So we run this way. Because you had, like, what, like a pipe and maybe a knife and, like, you, you'd, you'd get a gun, but I think that it was built upon, like, you don't get much ammo. You got to kind of run around. and you. Um, well, you did get ammo. You had to find it. And it wasn't. And the thing is, you didn't. It wasn't like as easy as going from. Yeah, it wasn't like a running gunner. Like you weren't just shooting oh, every yeah. monster. Like you had. You to can you can you can take more in Silent Hill game. You can take more time and find all this ammo. It's not like uh, room to room or house to house. It's all the way at the end of the street. Two things of ammo. Now run all the way that end of the map. You might find some shotgun ammo. Run all the way over here. It's time and it's enemies you are running into. And the only thing I, I suggest is to not use it because killing these enemies will gain you no reward. Mm. You're, you'll waste their bullet sponges and you're wasting your ammo. Yeah. Save it for boss fights. Yeah. 
So extra life, extra life, extra life, extra life. So you give me extra life too. All right. Well, that was us breaking down Silent Hill. I hope y'all enjoyed. Um, we should be having the Dark Knight Burger going up on uh, YouTube soon. Uh, we put a picture up on Instagram. You can check that out. Uh, and while you're waiting for that, there's the Ninja Turtle Soup video that came out with uh, Eric and Ryan. I I, I will say, um, you had sent me the picture of the uh, of the burger challenge, and I was just showing a lot of people, and they're just like, "What is that? Yeah, <laughs> that's a burger. That's a tell me about this burger." <laughs> and I had to sit there and explain the burger, and they're like, "Who had to eat this?" I was like, "Originally me." Yeah. You ate that whole thing? I'm like, no, 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 no. Four no. people ate that thing. I was just like, dude, too much bread. Yeah. There's, there's no way. Yeah. But um, that was fun to do. Uh, looking forward to the next video we do. Uh, and um, shout out to Nerdporn. <laughs> they always talk about us on their uh, podcast recently at the end. You know, they give us a shout out. So I like to shout out Nerdporn. Uh, they're still cranking them out. They're doing their thing. If you like um, current like news events with video games and like current movie reviews they kind of catch the new movies instead of the crazy bonkers shit we review on these video game these old video game movies uh and uh the long box guys shout out to them uh the last episode we had a trivia game me and ryan went and played over by them so that was pretty fun uh recording was a little rough i tried to clean up the best i could i've been having some problems my computer's a piece of shit and I think that's been causing me the most of my troubles here. But I, I think um, it was more fun for us. Yeah. And I'm trying to work out the kinks. But uh, Lawn Box, uh, they were thinking outside the Lawn Box, but I think they were saying they changed it. I think they might just be the Lawn Box guys. So, uh, but yeah, if you just type in the Lawn Box guys into most searches like iTunes and stuff, they should pop up. So you can give them a listen. They do. Uh, comics comic book characters they break down comic book characters sometimes comic book stories uh typically just like characters or like different like things maybe the vehicles the characters drove or like you know something to that event the villains of the fantastic four or something like that they could do or something it's things like that and they cover it while they're getting drunk so enjoy that and uh um, we should go on there more yeah and then uh, whosnextgaming.com is the website where you can find everything that we got. Have a good one.